same old trouble Villains always knocking at the door Pretty pictures on the page But nothing ever stays the Thank you, Vandello, and welcome once again to Graphically Novel. My name is Josh Wasta, a.k.a. Fallout Fieri, and with me is a bunch of men trying to take my lug nuts. Take <laughs> my <laughs> It's Vare. Thank you, sir. And with us, as always, is our Emma Frost. Nice. Our... our our most powerful psychic in the room. <laughs> nice. It is the lovely and talented, the Baroness of Ms. Jennifer Allen. And it's always, as always, it's my pleasure to our guest. Guest freshly off of the rec conversation, Jason Taylor, return friend of the show. Oh, hello. Hello. Good to have you back, Jay. Thank you. Thank you for having me back. It's been so long. <laughs> <laughs> and and Bear, real quick, Muadib, yeah. sir. Muadi. Your name is a word I'm going to kill. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So today we will be discussing uh, the comic book Old Man Logan uh, and the uh, show, the movie Logan, uh, which aren't really that similar, even though everybody said they were. Um, if you have never listened to Rec Conversations, I do recommend you go and listen to the episode that dropped last week, uh, in which we took Jason Taylor completely through Old Man Logan, beginning to end, uh, warts, uh, you know, inbred hulks, and, and all, uh, and all, and Nazi presidents. Uh, what a wild ride! Yes, definitely. Um, and so, if you have not read Old Man Logan or you need a refresher, by all means, check out that episode as well. But we will. Are, we, uh, are we allowing spoilers for the comic based off the fact that the uh, previous episode dropped a week ago? Um, I think we can reference more than we do, but let's not get into like let's not go crazy details. Yeah, uh, we do want people to read this comic because I I thought this was a great comic. Uh, you know, it's it has little to nothing to do with what ended up being Logan the movie. Um, but there are aspects that we'll discuss. It's a great comic. It's got plenty of, you know, little Easter eggs and little tidbits. Um, it's another one of those kind of like, um, I hesitate to say it's kind of like the comic that we read for, was it Guardians of the Galaxy? Oh, the... Where the there's just names dropping all over the place. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's all kinds of little cameos everywhere. Um, so, uh, Jason, what... Uh, what brought you uh, to the yard to talk about uh, Logan? It's a great movie. Um, I didn't. I didn't. I was one of those that did th thought that um, that it was based on Old Man Logan more than what it was. And uh, to to get the uh, the double one two punch of learning the truth and uh, then coming on to this podcast and talking about the movie, I couldn't pass it up. So fantastic. Well, uh, let's. Go around and, and talk about uh, impressions of the comic. Uh, and let's start with you, Jen, because you just learned about everything on Rec Conversations, the same as Jason did. Um, okay, well, my impression is, wow. <laughs> um, it, I, like, I keep, there was so much going on there that I got a lost, really track story thread. We did talk about it a little bit at the end of Rec Conversations. It's kind of like a Kurosawa film. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. it's very Western samurai, like that yeah. 70s, 60s and 70s. 
Yeah. Uh, I think, uh, Jason, you brought up uh, Lone Wolf and Cub, yep. which uh, is another in this kind of this vein that Kurosawa did a lot of stuff based on that. Um, just, yeah, crazy fucking world. Um, kind of one of those, the bad guy isn't the bad guy that you thought of, you know, the, the big bad guy at the end isn't the bad big bad guy you were expecting. Yeah. Yeah. So, Jason, you've had five minutes to process. Uh, <laughs> what did you think? Well, the movie is fantastic. It's actually one of my, uh, I'd say a top 20 movie, top 10 movie, maybe. Um, I wa- I'll put it on in the background type of movie. Um, I like it for its, uh, in what I think is its, its limited use of superheroes, if, yeah. uh, our superhero powers, as it were. Um, and the little girl that plays X2 is just amazing. X23. Yeah. Our X23. Thank you. Um, the, uh, the comic book though, holy shit balls. That is, I don't, uh, you know, I understand the reason why they couldn't make that at the time. I mean, hopefully maybe in a, within the next 10 years, we'll see the MCU's old man, Logan, but I, I, I understand why they couldn't do it, but I want to, I want to meet the person that, uh, said, Hey, let's, let's do an old, let's do a, comic based off old, old man logan but only still logan as its title and then everyone will just assume it's based off of old man logan yep <laughs> yeah uh yeah definitely uh so bear we uh we had read this um back in season two. Yeah, pretty sure it was season two yeah and uh at that time you did you you had some Strong reactions to it. I still have some strong reactions to it. Um, I got even a few more stronger reactions. You were probably the only one that saw it because, well, Jake, the camera wasn't pointed at me, so he couldn't see the look on my face, and Jen was still going through, like, notes and comic stuff. Um, But you were the only one that probably saw my face when Leia was telling us that that comic continues on, and I just had this, like instant grip of both fear and excitement of just like oh my god what else are they going to do (laughs) and but was still kind of excited because i was just like eh like the hulk might not be dead spoiler yeah well and yeah wow just there's there's a lot there um we have recently done a comic book kind of graphic novel purge to make more room on our shelves uh this is one of the ones made the cut. Like I, I will keep this on the shelf. It is just a great comic. There is so much to unpack. It's it's kind of like you were. I, I kind of liken it to when you buy back in like the Dungeons and Dragons like three X era, where you would buy like a source book, and there would be just like two or three pages of here's bits and pieces that you could run another story off of because that's what you get through most of this comic book is just things that you're like, you could go back and develop this story. You could go back and develop this story. There's so many offshoots that could happen. So many Easter eggs, so many bits. Of- oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I want to know how Hulk um, took out. Uh, uh, no, you don't know. No, it was a uh, Kingpin. Kingpin took out Magneto. Magneto. Yes, Kingpin took out Magneto. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot of history stuff there that you know they hint that Emma Frost had married Doctor Doom. Um, so that is interesting. That's just a thing. Like, 
Yeah, like there's a lot hinted at that I, I would love to see. Um, and I'm not sure if they get into it because I have not read past this one. Well, Nate and... was also mentioning that there was um, a separate old man Hawkeye mm-hmm. that was same universe, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think Allison actually has the complete run because I went upstairs and asked her about it. She goes, oh, yeah, I've got all that. I just haven't read a lot, all of them. I'm like, whoa, okay, well, guess what? Well, next time I come visit, we might be just going right? through those. Welcome to the library. Right. Um, like, definitely, I know what you mean. Also, there was like, I want to know about um, what happened to Professor X and what happened to uh, Legion. I mean, uh, I was one just, of which are mentioned at all at in, all in this run that we were right i mean i thought legion was like the most powerful superhero well i use that term loosely uh <laughs> in maybe just never in like in this uh universe six one eight two zero one or whatever it was i forget um i had it written down i don't know where it disappeared to but yeah oh, well you're you're ahead of me i i do not keep track of the numerical uh <laughs> designations um but you know we talked we did talk a lot about the comic on on rec conversation so i'm gonna um i'm gonna move more because i think we have a lot to say about this uh special you know the swan song of hugh jackman's wolverine um you've got what up until recently was the last appearance of uh patrick stewart as as charles xavier and kind of going along his story um the introduction of x23 You've even got a brilliant Stephen Merchant, uh, Lee, or yeah, uh, Caliban, um, you know, a mutant that's allergic to the sun, and it was really not used at all in the X Men movies previous, which was uh, a shame because Caliban's kind of a cool Morlock character, um, you know, the ability to sniff out and detect, um, kind of a cool idea. For him, you know, allergic the, to the, the sun. Human the ver- variant of Cerebro? Yes, kind of. Um, so, uh, if we can dig into our minds to the first time we watched this movie, um, I I saw this in theaters and I walked out just blown away. Like, so many things were done here for the first time. I mean, Deadpool had kind of paved the way for an R-rated movie, which is how this could even happen. Um but even knowing that, like, this is a very visceral movie. Listen, I, I saw this movie in the theater, and I walked out going, I'm not crying, you're crying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Allison calls this a boohoo movie. She can't really watch it without crying. <laughs> and um, if you watch it, have you, did you watch, I've seen it in, the, in theaters twice. Uh, when it first came out, and I was just blown away um, because we had not seen a, a good superhero movie like that. Um, that wasn't really a superhero. I mean, it was a character. Um, uh, uh, I'm, I'm trying to drop in the word. Sketch, a character development. Yeah, uh, a character piece. Um, but have you seen the black and white version? Yeah. It adds a completely different layer to the entire movie. It just um, and that's the boo movie. So I'm a little disturbed by black and white versions of any superhero movie after <laughs> after <laughs> Justice League. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> listen i will never forget troy while we're watching the movie from across the room me just going god is this movie ever going to end and troy going we still haven't seen joker yet fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so first of all this movie feels like it came out a lot longer than five years 
Um, yeah, a lot longer. This is a 2017. Right. Yeah, just so much has happened superhero media since this. Well, also in the world. Also in the world, but also I think that speaks to how deeply it ingrained itself in our psyches. Right? In my mind, Wolverine is dead. Yeah. He's dead. dead. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Anything well, else that I read or watch gets put chronologically in my brain, gets filed as before this movie happened. Yeah, we're, was that you and I that were having the conversation the other day about nobody else should be Wolverine? Yes. Yeah. Uh, and while I agree, it's going to happen. We all know yeah. it's going to happen because yeah. the X-Men have to show up in Disney. Disney's going to make tons of movies because just the X-Men content alone is, is just going to be movie after movie. And you can't do that without Wolverine. Um, That's going to be the hardest. <laughs> I, don't, I don't envy the person that takes that job. He is going to be compared to um, uh, Hugh. Hugh, Hugh yeah, I almost said Hugh Grant. <laughs> Hugh Jackman. Big difference there. Yeah. So. Well, and Hugh Jackman has has said um, after this that it would take the only way that he would show back up as Wolverine, don that character ever again after Logan, is if it was somehow a crossover between Wolverine and Deadpool. Just because there's so many references Wolverine and Deadpool. Um, and that you know Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds are so that's that's kind of interesting to know that that's still out there. It's not like a Chris Evans. I will never I'm never doing America this again. ever again. Yeah, uh, but the door is slightly open um, because I mean this is a future you know uh, set piece. This is twenty twenty nine is when the takes place. Well, they've got seven years to get their asses right. Um, but yeah, uh, just so many different different things that I want to focus on. And the first one is, um, could this have worked without it being R-rated? Why was it even R-rated? I mean, the violence wasn't anything over the top. Uh, lang- maybe, I mean, with language, you can only like drop two F-bombs or something like that. Which Why was it R-rated? Even, I don't even think they dropped that many. I think it, I think they had a, t- uh, a tits scene. Uh, there, there is, there's uh yeah. When, when he's driving, uh, a bridesmaid party around the bride flash. Oh, that's him. right. The uh, boob flash. Yeah. I had forgotten all about it because it's like right away in the beginning of the movie and it's kind of a throwaway scene. Charles does call yeah. Logan a motherfucker a couple of times. Um, Which is honestly some of the best, best <laughs> like lines in the movie when you watch Xavier just be like, mm, motherfucker. Maybe it was... It's a very t- tame R-rated movie, maybe in my opinion, and uh, I, I think it would work. It would have worked as a PG-13. Um, you scare scale back a little bit. I mean, he was brutal, brutal with the guys that stole. His, I mean, when I saw that, I was like, "Oh, hello, we have a new movie here." You know what? I think I'm going to guess that the content was a lot more when it comes to Laura's very brutal. Having a child with that level of brutality well, is probably... Let me tell you what the D says. <laughs> what does the D say? The D says, content rating is rated R for strong, brutal, violent, and language throughout. Um, they have it categorized from mild to severe. Sex and nudity, mild, violence and gore, profanity, severe, alcohol, drugs, and frightening. Okay. I mean, I'd give it for the frightening and intense scenes because this is the first time... Uh, my assumption is that this is the first time that any of these people are looking at superhero movie, something loosely, 
based off of a comic book that they would all these people that are ratings you know doing the ratings um would normally have classified it's a superhero movie so it's for kids right and they don't want kids seeing kids superheroes slaughtering yeah right well okay so also let's looking back at the previous uh x-men movie uh specifically the ones that that hugh jackman um i think the worst that we get is the scene in x2 where the guys are coming into the the school where the military guys are invading the school and he goes berserker unlike the soldiers and like stabs them with both and like runs into the hallway and stabs them like That's twice more yeah but then at that point in time you don't see any blood you either. don't see any blood and yeah and it's like <laughs> the movements are so quick you don't even see blood like on the blades it's just them going in and out that's the other thing is they were very careful not to have extraneous gore. right logan however like no you get to see what happens when three knives on each hand cuts into someone into an old man's chest who's lying in his bed yes um yeah it's... That, and uh if you remember the commercial um when x23 uh she's walking out of the uh, the factory and um the one guy's like stop stop in the movie she has the severed hand head in her hand yes and in yeah. the commercial they digitally altered that out as well so i think it was her they 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 amped up definitely the brutality when it came with to her uh, in my opinion oh absolutely and and also keep in mind daphne keen uh who played laura was 11 years old <laughs> and yeah and, and did all this like I, I think we found that i would say that i don't think this could have been done pg-13 just on laurel yeah. uh i would right. it wouldn't have been as believable it wouldn't have been as impactful you don't get the listen this is a young logan before he had any kind of control over his faculties. right this is literally an animal child with built-in right yeah yep you know, a uh, little fun fact from the D is that Millie Bobby Brown auditioned for that part uh, from Stranger Things. Really? Hmm. Would have also been a good good choice. Yeah, I mean, there aren't. So the, the whole thing kind of centers around, ideally, like other than Laura, who gets into the story about Logan and Charles and kind of where they've come to at the end. Uh, the end of, not just the end of the world, but the end of their you know, lives at the end of all things. Yeah. Um, just, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't think that we've seen definitely before this, maybe even after this, a superhero movie that gets so into a platonic relationship, like a, a you know, I, I just watched the first half of today and I had forgotten that Charles calls back to the first X in a discussion about how when he found him, he was a cage fighter and drowning himself in barbiturates. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, even the description of the first X-Men movie is brutal, you know, in, yeah. in Logan. Like, I don't remember Logan being on barbiturates in the, the, the first X-Men movie, but I mean... You see him knock back a couple of shots of whiskey, but again, that movie was right. PG-13 again. Uh, I, I want to say PG, but let me check on that. That's, yeah. X-Men, and yeah, and it was 17 years before. Uh, PG-13, you're right. Um, just what a, a, a ride, you know? 
it, it watching it this morning actually makes me want to watch all. No, not all of the X Men. Not all of the X Men movies. Not okay. all of them. I mean, I mean, there's still yes, Last Stand is still out there, and uh, X Men Apocalypse. Apocalypse is still out there. Dark Phoenix is still Dark out there. Dark Phoenix is still out there, yeah, which is still yeah. better than Apocalypse. Some bad as it was. So, uh, other thoughts on Logan? I, I mean, I, I, had, uh, I will admit, I prepared a lot for that uh, conversation, looking for other people to talk more about Logan. <laughs> the um, couple of the things. One, I didn't like about this movie was the death of Professor X, um, killed by Logan's clone. I just, I, it fell flat. That part fell flat, considering considering everything else in the movie um all of the logan's clone stuff felt off yeah it felt like it was added in just for yeah i don't know just just felt like it was added in like it was thrown in at the last minute like oh we need to slap this on top of it right and the the whole the whole little sub scene with the family and the and the the water reclamation rights and and all that they went along with it i understand why they did it but i you know, I just wanted to see Logan with Little Murder Machine and Professor X. Take them all to um, Canada, whatever. Uh, that would have been a, a good movie. I mean, the that, scene at the farm itself, I don't think was bad. I just don't think that, I mean, they could have just showed up in force like they had at the other stops as just another driving force to keep them moving without pulling out the Logan clone on top of it. I don't think that really added anything to the story. Other than maybe to put out the fact that they've been trying to make more Wolverines for apparently several years. Yeah. And which I don't really think added that much to the story. You can assume that if they've got a little girl, you know, if they got X-23 out there, well, her name kind of tells you that they've been working at this for a while. And, which and is, then yeah, I would have um, liked to send, uh, like, Lee, I mean, this was supposed to be the third movie in uh, the Wolverine uh trilogy which was what uh the the first one with the origins the wolverine and then this yeah and god they stuck the landing but everything else was a goddamn train wreck (laughs) i would like to have seen a little bit more callbacks to the other two like leave schreiber um you know coming back as Sabretooth. it's in some capacity um that would have been better than putting the logan clone in there yeah Having, yeah, having Sabretooth old pop Sabretooth. in, old Sabretooth pop in. Yeah, they could have done a lot with that. Uh, nothing from the Wolverine. Uh, there I, I don't is think a samurai we... sword in the background of one scene. Oh, really? Okay. Oh, I didn't even see that. I didn't even yeah. see. Yeah. Um, it just, I, 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 I really like the movie. This little, that little nitpicky part of how they killed off Charles Xavier always gets me. And um, it just, it seemed such an anticlimactic way for him to die. But then as I point, as Allison's pointed out to me, well, death is always anticlimactic and you just, you know, the switch gets turned off. I'm like, okay, well, that makes sense. But uh, would it have, would have been better for you if it was Sabretooth killing him in that scene? It would have changed the whole thing because Xavier wouldn't have just woke up going. Yeah. So uh, the D uh, answers that question. Sabretooth was originally going to have a small role where he helps Wolverine X-23 Professor X when they arrive in Oklahoma. Leave Schreiber was even approached about reprising the role from X-Men Origins. There was going to be a scene where Logan encounters a kind of underground railroad for mutants. 
Uh, both scenes were removed because the team behind the movie didn't want to have an abundance of cameos or mutants. Ah, okay. I, okay, I mean, I get it. It's, yeah. They didn't want to have a ton of extra powers. They didn't want to be the, they didn't want to be the comic book. Yeah. Well, they, they didn't, because keep in mind there was uh, Days of Future Past had just, well, three years before this had happened. Um, they were on the first class storyline. Um, you know, they had had the three X-Men movies. Like, and all of those just had cameos in Scepter, Scepter, Mutant showing up. The Wolverine less so, um, but like Origins just had mutants popping up out of everywhere. Um, all these other ones. So they wanted to set it apart, not just with the R rating and the overall tone, but by making the story focused on, you know, there's only four mutants. There's Charles, there's uh, Caliban, Logan, and Laura. I mean, and there's the other kids later. Yeah, hey, I was going to say, and presumably everyone they're going to go find. Right. You know, all of those kids at the, at the last scene, but you don't really see yeah. any of that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, didn't, I, I don't like the clone part. I don't like the Wolverine clone part. That was the only sour note, I agree. But I don't know if having another established character show up, you know, maybe make it so that the drugs don't work and Charles's are so bad that Logan has death. Right. I would have liked to have seen how um, Scott would have been killed. I would have loved, I would have paid just a movie on repeat to seeing that. Well, we saw that in the third. Uh, he's killed off screen by Jean Grey. I would have loved to have seen it in this one on screen. <laughs> just want to see Cyclops die. <laughs> I just want to see Cyclops die and, and die and die. Let's see. Logan uh, colon Cyclops death. Then call it, call it good. Him and X-23 can take turns just chopping off digits. <laughs> I'll buy that. So another thing about this movie, um, it, it, I guess it took some flack uh, uh, because it was so close to um, um, the video game, The Last of Us. Uh, I don't know if you ever played it, but... Uh, I tried. I was not interested in that game. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, it, I, don't, I, I don't know, other than an older man taking care of uh, an orphan girl. I don't know that there's a lot, you know, that's similar. that's similar. I guess the fans for that game are pretty rabid. So, I mean, if you look up some of the, yeah, the, that's what I've heard. the, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, reaction videos to some of the spoilers in the second game. And they, they just, if people freaking out and um, with, um, Oh, it was just a whole big thing. It's, this is not the graphically video game podcast. So I just, I just thought that was interesting about I mean, the whole thing with that movie. And just there was the similarities to the video game. I mean, tangents are kind of what we do here. Yeah. Am true. I right? Yeah. But, you know, this just but, in, sometimes video game people are fucking. Well, yeah. Listen, just, this just in, sometimes fanboys are not true. But yeah, I, I, I I'm glad I can now like i said has no bearing to the comic and i can't wait to explore the comic and and go down that rabbit hole because it's this type of stuff is definitely in my wheelhouse the alternate uh takes from what we see in um what's considered canon uh, i love that or stuff what's considered mainstream yeah and uh go, going down that rabbit hole and and you know and this is also as far as the movie goes, this is Hollywood and who knows what's going to happen um, now that Disney ha owns the property. I mean, they just put this up on Disney plus um, with Deadpool's uh, yep. 
as the, like the first R-rated movies. So depending on the metrics that this garners, um, you know, they'll if they backed a truck up to Hugh Jackman and 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 said, "Hey, we need you to repraise reprise for a movie," or how about doing a you know the de- the Deadpool three is already being it's like in pre production. Mm-hmm. Um, how would you like to do a uh, a cameo? Because we saw the cameo in um, Doctor Strange with Professor X. So anything can be done, and I can't wait to see where now that Disney has these properties, where we can go from that. And they're good about taking you know going through and being being like, well, what did we you know what are we seeing for views on this? What are we seeing? I mean, they grabbed their Defenders properties and brought them back over. We've already seen uh, Daredevil and Kingpin show back up. You know, grabbing all these other guys. Like, I would love to see. I don't. I don't think they'll take. I don't think Hugh Jackman will do it. But it would be awesome to see Wolverine pop up as an Avenger. He he says in one of these little bits on D, on the D. Um, that's one of his biggest. Uh, not disappoint maybe disappointments is that he was not in a avenger movie um so who knows that like i said that might happen but also going back to something you said earlier who would you want to see him recast as in we're getting into our own what if you know let's do the casting scenario oh man uh jesus i like jensen eccles you know all those ums and ahs we used to edit out i don't think we're going to get away with that right now no. <laughs> Jensen Eccles played Soldier Boy in The Boys. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I, I could see him. Dean in Supernatural. Yeah. Uh, and then there's a, uh, what's his name? Egerton. Taron Egerton. Yeah. That would, I would be down for that. He was in uh, Kingsman. Yep. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah if you good. actually do yeah, a no, search, just, he well, comes as up. As you said the name and you said Kingsman, I, I remembered who, who he was. I think those, those two would be perfect in the, as the new um but then if they do an old man logan movie based on old man logan i think you got to go with the original old man logan i mean that you would have right yeah yeah (laughs) you would have to yeah i'm uh i mean it's because i i just decided to do a quick search of people like kind of say in these lists and things and keanu reeves shows up an awful lot well yes i wouldn't know i don't think he would be no but that's why he shows up. Because right. He right. wants to be old man Batman. Did you see that article? No. Yeah. He wants I to mean, be. I mean, he voices Batman in the, in the Super Pets. Pets. Yeah. Yeah. He wants to be old man Batman, uh, according to this article I read. I, I think that they should just make Wolverine Daphne. I think X-23 Wolverine moving forward. I think that's an amazing thought. I would love to see. Honestly, I would love to see all the incel fanboys out there just lose their damn minds. When Wolverine's a chick, they're already losing their minds that we've got a female Thor, that we've got these female superheroes coming out of the woodwork. I would love to see X-23 be an Avenger. You want to really have those fanboys lose their fucking minds? Somebody that already has a relationship with Disney, already has been through all the backlash and shit, make John Boyega. I'm not familiar with the name. He was uh, uh, in the new Star Wars trilogy. Oh. Oh. Yeah, he was in um, uh, uh, Attack the Block. Mm-hmm. I would love that. Give me Black Wolverine. Let's I do it. I love Black Wolverine. <laughs> that would be amazing. Of course, I also want Black James Bond, but also, well, Idris Elba I, I was like way Idris too Elba, old. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, Although, you know, putting in, uh, what's his name, Childish Gambino. Oh, Donald Glover. Yeah, as as James Bond. Whew, that. Well, then you're also breaking the whole British actor being James Bond thing, too. I mean, everybody can act with a, I mean, yeah, he's not originally a British actor, but. Everybody uh, could speak with an English accent, you know. <laughs> oh, no. That one's awful, but I love it. Cool. You, I know, right? Blimey. I could do it. I just killed the podcast. Yeah, I, there was there was suddenly crickets, and everybody just let them happen because, well, <laughs> voice guns. <laughs> just take it down a step there, Jason. Jason Statham. I am. Uh, yeah, I, I'm. I'm even speechless after that. I, I need to make sure to play it for uh, for Allison. She loves my English accent. Bad, Jay. Bad, bad. Are, are you sure? Is she humoring you? Oh, no, she's not humoring me at all. She hates it. She absolutely cannot stand it. Good. I was a little worried. So that's why I need to sleep, uh, um, do it every chance I can get for her. Good. So I, I love how much of a troll you are. Yeah, so if I say anything else on, uh, on Logan. Great movie. Can't wait to read the comic book. Yeah. Uh, so... Going around the room, I think I know the answer to every, almost every Jen. So let's start with Jen. There are five more graphic novels of this. We would like to read them. Okay. Didn't catch you. Okay. Bear? Uh, I have this, this, like I said, you were the only one that caught the look on my face when Leia was like, yeah, there's more to this. And I was just like, give me. Uh, I have, I have anxiety and joy at the same time. And I don't know how to feel about it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, for me, now that I know that there's more, I will definitely be tracking it down. Um, you know, add it to my uh, try to try to ease some of the the um, disappointment that I have with the new Gambit series that I started reading that I found out is just a prequel. It's not the story forward at all, and I'm really getting really tired of that uh, in all forms of media and comic books and everything else. I don't care about what happened in the background of the story. Show me the new story. Give me more story. It goes everywhere from Game of Thrones all the way, you know, to comic books. I just, great. I can't, I can't honestly believe I'm seeing ads for it. I can't believe. House of the Dragon? Yeah. After, you used to bring that up all the time, Jen, that how, how quickly and completely that entire series fell out of the, the global zeitgeist. And now they're trying to resurrect it. I'm just like, mm. No, thank you. I, I will probably end up, but... I probably won't even... It, it'll probably be a season in and I get other people's reactions before I even well, yeah. Yeah. think about looking at it. And it, those reactions would have to be as good as the first season's worth of reactions were before I go back. Yeah, I mean, and it goes for so many things. Like, originally this season we were going to be doing DMZ. Um, and, and then we watched bare, it. Well, we didn't. You didn't watch no. it? Oh, well, so I watched it and you went. <laughs> yeah, well, and you were like, you were like, why? Why? This, <laughs> why are we doing this? Why is this? I Just mean, why is this? Uh, I can't remember the actress's name now for the life of me, and we've covered her in so many different episodes. Oh, uh, yeah, she was Claire, the Defenders. Uh, yeah, Night Nurse. I can't remember her name. Rosaria Dawson. Yes, Rosaria Dawson. Uh, you'd think with all just the just the Kevin Smith stuff I've seen alone, I would have remembered her name. <laughs> but I've had a couple of drinks, so... But she's a wonderful, wonderful actress. Absolutely wonderful. But as we've seen with so many other movies, it, 
it doesn't make a difference how good an actor you are when the script is just kind of blase. Yeah. Yep. Totally agreed. Well, Jason, thank you so much for joining us once again, doing the double session. Uh, thank you. I, I think we have uh, completely run through our, our batteries. Uh, <laughs> on this one. We haven't recorded two episodes in a, in a day in a long time. It's true. Uh, Please, everyone, tune in in two weeks when we will be doing Harley Quinn. Uh, we'll be going over the cartoon and the comic book Hot in the City. And we best be getting some breakfast sandwiches. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I may actually just make breakfast sandwiches that day. Yeah. Just I can teach you how to make Luke's breakfast get sandwiches. Some of the cheese. That sounds amazing. But until then, take it away, Vandello. I see.